again, do you like them or are you lonely? Is this person <laughs> ghosting you or paraphrasing you? Or par wait, no. Paraphrasing you. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Hannah and Sahar. And this is Ambetches. Um, we actually decided that moving forward, it's best that Hannah introduce the both <laughs> of us because we just don't have the time or bandwidth to record for another 20, 30 minutes of me just saying my name. <laughs> yeah, you know, Sahar has been trying to sing her name. Um, I'm not really <laughs> sure where she's been going with that, but uh, it's really weird that, like, the thing we spent the most time working on are these damn intros. And, like, all we're saying is, like, hey, it's us. This is our show. And I was literally practicing in the shower today before this. I was like <laughs> literally talking to the shower head. I was like, hey, it's the horror. It's the horror. It's oh the horror. God. I was like, I'm going to let Hannah take the reins on this one. <laughs> I'm sure that y'all could guess what our episode topic is today. Uh, just because we did ask for some audience participation for this next time around. Um, we asked y'all to submit stories. And my God, I am so glad that y'all did. Uh, it makes me feel a lot better about my dating experience. Uh, and that the fact that Sahar and I now know that we are not the only ones that just go out with these weirdos. Yeah. Uh, everyone does. Anyway, so as you guys probably guessed, our topic today is red flags. Yeah. We put it on our Instagram <laughs> stories and the Ambetious Instagram story asking for you guys to share your best stories or tidbits and we got some completely outrageous ones when <laughs> and i were literally dying going through these okay speaking of dying this is actually not even like funny i don't know why i said speaking of dying but i just want to share like the most ridiculous one we got oh, like, just to kick things off because it was just crazy okay someone said she was seeing a guy and he said it wouldn't work out because his mom didn't approve. And then later told her his mom died 13 years ago. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would choke. What? What? I what? honestly, I think I'm going to hit her up for more context about this because I was speechless. <laughs> like just when you think like it can't get any worse, it literally does. And of course, this is not a common red flag at all, but I just needed to kick it off with this just so you guys can understand like the type of responses we've gotten because they have been insane. Dude, I mean, that makes me want to share my favorite response that I've got. <laughs> um, so my friend was on a date with this person and uh, he was driving her around and while driving her, he decided to let her know that he was on shrooms and that he had just started tripping. And she's like, wait, what? Like, you're driving a car. And I, I didn't think that this would need you know, to be said, but like, please don't do drugs uh, before you go on a first date with someone. And also don't do drugs if you're going to be operating. Heavy machinery. Like what is, what is the matter no. with you? <laughs> And if you're going to do that, like, let them know beforehand. Don't just start tripping out during the Yeah, day. you can't just be like, surprise. <laughs> oh, my God. No, dude. Like I, like, I don't even understand how either of those, like, stories that we're telling, like, why <laughs> is all I have to say. Why? Why? Like, no. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> and, you know, like, now that we've given you a taste of what the audience has let us know about, I figured, you know, Sahar and I are no strangers to red flags, right? Like, I think it'd be good for us to go into our own stories. I want to preface this story I'm about to tell with 
I know what you're thinking. Okay. I know that y'all are going to listen to my story and be like, Hannah, come on. So I was on a date at this cocktail bar. We had been drinking, like day drinking, and we were just like getting one last drink and then like going to head out. We get the last drinks and then ask for the check and they bring the check and he's like, oh, I got it. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. You know? And like, he um, is like grabbing the pen to sign the check. And then suddenly he like turns around and spits spits the pen cap he like bites the pen cap off the pen then spits it at the people sitting next to us so you're you're telling me that you were sitting there and as he signed the check he he put the dirty pen cap in his mouth first of all he put this dirty ass pen in his mouth grabbed the pen cap with his teeth Uh and then spat it on the people next to us and i go yo what the hell man like what what the fuck is that and the cup and the couple next to us were like dude what what was that? Like, why did you just do that? And he was like, oh, sorry. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And I literally am sitting there just like horrified. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? I was like, and like, and the first thing I thought it was, God damn it. I thought this guy was like, not one of the fucking weirdos I always go out with. Like (laughs) this guy had so like, it was so good up until this point. And then I was like, damn it. I literally grab my bag, get up and start walking. Cause we're sitting outside already. And I'm like, no, fuck that. I am not dealing with this man. And so I get like a block down. He's like chasing after me. He's like, wait, wait, wait. Like I, I messed up. I messed up. Like, um, I'm sorry. And I was like, dude, like what the fuck? Like you, like why, why this was going so great. And then you fucking <laughs> ate the pin cap and spat it out on these strangers. And he's like, they were making fun of my hometown. In the time I was like, uh, really, yeah, like, that checks out. That, that makes sense. I was like, uh, maybe I can just deal with this like later. And I was like, okay like cool and then I you know like have him walk me home and then I call Sahar in the morning and I'm like yo dude this man I went on a date with that I've been telling you about that seemed so awesome fucking spat a pin cap (laughs) out on strangers and she's like what the fuck and we literally I remember because we like FaceTimed first thing in the morning we were both crying laughing because we're like this is just like like that's how does this even happen I was baffled I was truly baffled there's no reason to waste your time anymore on people that already show you their true colors from the get-go um I think one thing that Sahara and I were talking about um yesterday just like riffing like not recording a podcast <laughs> um it was just like we don't want to date people unless we're 100 percent in it and everything's 100- like obviously we don't need everything to be going perfectly but if something like happens that makes you not feel right like don't continue to waste your time like you should trust your like instinct when it comes to this kind of stuff you know you should not be in a situation where somebody royally fucks up and has to ask you for another chance like that's just yeah. that ain't it that ain't it. yeah Going back to some of the stories I received, one of my friends submitted this story um, about this girl that he was seeing. And, you know, like it was a very casual thing. But then she started, God, I can't even like say, like some of the stuff I'm going to say, I'm just like, how is this like, okay. Um, Anyway, she started showing up at his house unannounced. Um, You know, like they weren't dating or anything. So like it's a little sketch already. Um, But she would show up like really drunk at his house, like 3 a.m. And one time, (laughs) <laughs> went into his house she broke into his house and waited for him while he was 
well he was at like how do people like not like have a like the social cues to be like hey don't break into someone's house unless okay. you're bleeding to be fair, I am literally going to say that one of my ex-boyfriends broke into my house, like, multiple times. Like, like I, it no. was at a point where, like, I could literally, like, sense if he was going to be breaking into my home. What? Wrong with people. <laughs> I, I was at a bar, and he texted me, and he was like, oh, what are you up to tonight? And I was like, oh, I'm having a night out with the girls. But I guess he didn't trust me saying, like, it was a girls' night or whatever, and by the end of that, I was like, okay, he is definitely going to be in my home right now. Like, I asked my friend, I was like, can you walk me home? Dude. And she was like, dude, you're being crazy. Like, he is not going to be there. Sure enough, we get back to my apartment, and he is literally sitting on my bed. Ugh. Let's just say that non-consensual home attendances are red <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all agree that that's not only a red flag, that's like <laughs> illegal. Um, one of my exes like kind of did something similar where he like wouldn't believe I was out with like certain friends and would like send me like really aggressive texts being like, you're probably out with like a bunch of guys and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like I'm literally out with one of my girlfriends seeing a movie. Like if you can't trust me like that, like that's so toxic and like such a red flag. If they're putting it on you, like they can't trust you. It obviously means that they're doing something themselves, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. And that's like another submission we got. She said that her boyfriend got mad or jealous when she hung out with other guy friends. He wasn't friends oh. with. Okay. That is, jealousy is probably like one of the top five red flags. Yeah. Like if they're not trusting you from the get go, like something is going on. If you, if you haven't given them a reason to not trust you and they're up in here like suspecting you, that's on them. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're doing something shady. You don't know. And it's just like, that's so toxic. Again, going back to the toxicity. Oh my gosh. So this is one we got super often. Things relating to people's exes. So... One person said that she was on a date and the guy's ex called him 13 times while they were on the date. Oh my God, dude. And the other one is calls his ex-girlfriends crazy or whores. Okay. Oh my God. This, that is so true though. That's such a red flag when it's constantly like like diminishing their exes because either they're not over the ex or there's yeah like there's like obviously something like resolved or they were the problem and they're not recognizing it you know yeah exactly and I I was seeing someone a while back and his ex-girlfriend had actually messaged me like oh hey he's still talking to me wow. and obviously he got in my head like she's lying she's crazy what are you like why would you even think that's true but guys if you are seeing someone and an ex is still in the equation whether it be the ex is stirring things up or if the person is being shady regarding their ex fucking run for the hill that is like probably like the biggest red flag i've experienced personally like when an ex is still involved in any capacity if i am still hearing the ex's name mm -hmm. then like there is something unresolved between them. There's something going on that I should not even be a part of. Like you should be removing yourself from that situation because it is literally going to come back and bite you in the ass. I went on a date with this guy and he worked in media, like, um, like journalism, that kind of stuff. We went on a date. Um, and like we first, you know, had been talking on like Bumble, um, for, for a while. And so, 
you know, before I usually meet up with people, I always ask for their social because I want to see if we actually have personality alignment, if like their social shows that they are not super narcissistic. Oh my God. I cannot stand when you check someone's Instagram and they only have pictures of themselves. Like no, no pictures with family or friends or anything. Like it is literally just pictures of them. Yeah. I'm like, okay, like, like you. what do you, why are you hiding <laughs> in your life? You know, like that, like, like, don't get me wrong. I, I feel like my most recent instas have been like of me, but I also have photos of me with Sahar, me with Lauren, me with like other yeah, people. There's, I have confirmation that I have, I like, I know people, <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, but I understand that some guys just like aren't big on social and like don't have social media. But the reason that this struck me as a red flag was because he did work in media. Um, and all he offered me, was his Snapchat. Uh, you know, that's already like kind of, kind of sketch. If it was like Facebook or Instagram, like that's different than like only having the most private social media as your uh, main form of like contact with people snapchat's like the most non-committal social media yeah. it's really counted as social media honestly it's like wireless transfer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that there are no top five best friends it's a free-for-all like dude i know i know and so like he confirmed he wasn't a catfish we like go on the date and like in the day he was like i gotta tell you like i haven't been completely honest with you and i was like oh Oh my God. What is it? Is this man? Yeah. Like (laughs) what, what is this going to be? And he's like, I actually blocked you on all forms of social media, except for, except for Snapchat. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, Why? And he was like, because, you know, like I have photos of my ex up on my other social handles, like Facebook. But not Instagram? Yeah. On Instagram and on Facebook. And I haven't gotten rid of it because I've still been telling her I love her, even though I want to break it off with her. And, you know, like I'm still working through that, but basically asking for me to understand how he's like working through this, like, um, like post breakup phase with his ex and like still telling her he loves her. And I was like, Whoa, dude, no, no, no. First of all, like, forget about me. This woman does not deserve to have you not only going on dates with other people, but like actively pursuing other people while you're telling her that you love her. Like, that's not okay. And I literally was like, dude, you can't do that. Like, that's not fine. And like, I immediately ended it. It was like, I'm not fucking sitting through this. That is so bad. Like, yeah, no. also, like, it's not like he didn't know he was doing something wrong. Like, exactly. If you're purposely hiding something because you know someone else is going to take it the wrong way, yeah. it's probably a red flag or something bad. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what he thought. I don't know if he was like, oh, you know, like once I woo her on the date, she'll be like, yeah, no problem. No problem. You're still telling her yeah. ex you love her. <laughs> and it, it was like, like, why would you – like, that just seems like a lot of effort. Um, but I'm going to be honest. Like, that's a lot of effort to find someone from an app, block them on all social media just so they can't see that you're still involved with your ex, which, like, just don't, like, actively pursue other people. Like, what is wrong with you? That is, honestly, that's absurd. And, yeah. And, like, also going off that, like, speaking of Snapchat, like, if someone is only trying to talk to you via, like, Snapchat or Insta DMs, mm-hmm. like, that is one of the biggest red flags. Like, why can you guys not just speak via like text message, like normal human beings? Yeah. You know, I, 
it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like one time I was seeing someone and he had an Android, uh, red flag number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had green tech. But, yeah, but like we would go on dates, but like he would never text back. He'd always reach out to me via snapper instagram and he was like oh yeah sorry i'm just a really bad texter and i'm like so you're telling me that you cannot like check your text inbox and respond but you can go ahead and open an app like open the chat feature click on it and then respond to me like that is just sketchy that's weird isn't that technically like more difficult like isn't that yeah exactly (laughs) like that's harder so there's no reason somebody would prefer like Snapchat, unless there's a reason. Yeah. Like maybe someone, a certain someone's looking through their text. Another red flag, hiding their phones from sight or being sketchy with them. You know, like if if you're feeling like you need to hide your phone from someone, no person should be being that sketchy with their phone, but also like no one should be trying to like get into your phone either. Like, just don't be weird about it. Like, just like, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, my ex would always delete his texts at the beginning of our relationship. Like, I'm telling you, like, his inbox was completely empty. Ew. Like, after he responded to a text, he would just swipe and, like, delete. Dude. That's so weird. Yeah. Like, how do you even remember what you were talking about yeah. with someone? Dude. It's a, it, it just baffles me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... I don't understand, like, if you're going to be that sketchy, maybe you're not ready for a relationship. Yeah, or maybe you're in a relationship you don't want to tell the other person about, and you should be focusing on that instead of fucking around with other people. Dude, one submission I got uh, from this person was that they know someone who was being told that that person was a contender and that the other person would decide eventually if they Uh, wanted that, like... Is this the fucking bachelor bachelorette? Like, how do you have the audacity to say that to someone? No, I mean, like, why would you want to stay involved with someone? Literally stringing you along with that. (laughs) Like, what? Like, ooh, fingers crossed, I make it. I hit the final rose. Yeah. (laughs) On the opposite side of, like, I guess, undersharing when you're first starting out or being sketchy with your phone. Um, there was one submission that was about how this person asked uh, someone, it was like their first date, and this person was asked by the other person um, how many people that they had slept with and then said that they thought it was a bunch. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just, like, rude, first of all. And, like, that's not really setting off, like, the dating experience on a good foot, you know? I feel like those are the same kinds of people who call their, like, exes crazy or, like, whores or whatever. Oh, it's, like, the same kind of energy. Like, it's, like... aggressive it's aggressive and accusatory and that just does not like that is definitely so not someone you want to be with it's none of your fucking business how many people that person slept with like don't worry about it it doesn't directly affect you like i mean it's fine to ask someone like do you have stds or like have you been sick like whatever that's fine but you don't need to ask someone their body count like, no one cares. We are literally mm-hmm. adults. And if someone still cares, yeah. that's a red flag. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, too, you know, 
if they're love bombing really early on. Love bombing. Yeah. So basically overextending themselves by going over the top with like compliments and lovey things during the initial talking stage. Like before you're like in it, in it. Um, I've experienced this as well. I also feel like that's kind of a turn off. Yeah, too. Because you're like, I don't know if you're being real or if you're just like trying to like get with me, you know. But I, <laughs> I just think it, it also shows that that person's going to end up being controlling or kind of manipulative or is like kind of uh, just trying to get you to think that they're like kind of obsessed with you and then can actually show those obsessions in a very unhealthy way. Or at least that's how I've experienced it before. Yeah, normally I don't like to use the word clingy because I think that a lot of people use the word clingy when it's just natural amounts of affection, but Mm -hmm. they clearly just don't want it. Um, But yeah, I mean, if they're going over the top with compliments and like lovey-dovey things, you know, Mm -hmm. that's that's kind of a red flag because like that's a kind of clinginess that's like they are literally just like hooking on to you and like letting you know like, oh, you're the one for me. Like just coming on really, really strong to the point where – it can be kind of uncomfortable. And then they tend to see you as like their property. Yeah. Like, oh, but I love you so much. I do this for you. I do that for you. Like, okay, cool. But like, I need my space. Um, Another one we also got is like people acting like you're dating or being very coupley with you and then saying they don't want something serious when you finally have to talk with them. Like, <laughs> no. Yep. They don't. Yep. They left out the last part. They don't want something serious with you. <laughs> That's literally what it comes down to. No one is going to meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No guy or girl is going to meet someone they are super fucking into and then be like, oh, but I don't want something serious. Like, no. Mm-hmm. It's If they really, really like the person, yep. It they will want something serious. So, like. Just take it as what it is and dip because they're never going to want anything serious with you. <laughs> right. And, you know, quick sidebar, um, some exciting news. I am actually going to be moving to New York Woo! very soon. So you can imagine what the upcoming episodes are going to yes. be like. Um, but, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of putting a pause on dating while I work on moving. But, you know, Sahar has been in Chicago <laughs> And has already kind of dipped her toes in the dating scene. So, Sahar, do you want to fill us in on how that's been going? Oh, yeah. I mean, I promised you guys some Chicago stories. um, And so you're going to get them this episode. And I think this is actually like a really great one to go off of, considering we're talking about red flags. Um, I think one thing I kind of want to start out with is like, trust your gut. If you've seen, I'm sure you guys have friends who are in like healthy relationships, you know, like I'm sure some of you do, hopefully. So you you guys know how someone should be treated and you guys probably know what it means when someone likes you. And I think a very, very mm-hmm. big red flag, like even if somebody isn't doing anything like outright bad, if they're being very vague or unreliable, that is absolutely just not going to end well like for example um I was actually seeing this guy mm-hmm. um and we were texting like it was really great like we had great chemistry and we made plans to go out but then we basically started like hanging out like he would come over I would come over like we'd like get food like play video games whatever whatever and it got to the point where I was like hey like can we go out and do stuff so 
he took me to his friend's place and introduced me to all his friends. And I guess maybe he thought that was like enough for me, but I was like, okay, mm-hmm. like if you, if you're not like taking uh. me out and you're only wanting to like hang out in private places or mm-hmm. take me to your friend's places, like clearly you aren't actually taking me seriously. Dude, you know? it's a bare minimum. Exactly. That's just like hanging out. That's just, that's like, that's not even like dating. That's just like, being homies <laughs> yeah that literally it's like that's like a sign of being booed up like if you want to boo me up you have to do something yeah. that like makes me want to be booed up and I just didn't get that and yeah you know it, it was just like it, it was just very vague like when we made plans it was kind of like he would hit me up on his own terms like oh let's hang out so it was at the point where I was just turning him down I was like no like I don't want to do this and I and I made the mistake of giving him multiple chances. Like, I was like, no, but, like, let's go out. Like, let's go out and do something. You know, I, even though I wouldn't let him come over, I still mm-hmm. kind of held out hope that he would actually take me on dates. And, like, that didn't happen. And I had to let it go. And I think it's better that I saw the red flags and kind of just let it go at the beginning than letting it drag on and convincing myself that it would have panned out into something. Because he also pulled the I'm not looking for anything serious mm-hmm. line. And I took that immediately to mean not with you. So I was like, all right, like, uh, that's that. Literally, it's not it's not rocket science. If someone wants to be with you, they'll show you. And if you're mm-hmm. vocalizing what you want, like I was, where I said, I yep. actually want to go out and do things. Like, I'm not just trying to stay home, you know. If they're not listening to that, then clearly, like, mm-hmm. you're not a priority. It's more of their convenience. So – that's just something really like something I want to drive in. Like if they are being vague, if they aren't making concrete plans with you, if they're only trying to quote unquote, hang out, it's not, it's probably not going well. And you should probably either have the talk sooner than later Mm -hmm. or dip right then. Yeah. I mean, I do want to say like, I am so proud of Sahar for just like recognizing that. Well, no, but it's like hard to like recognize that immediately. And then like, go ahead and remove yourself. You know, like she just moved to a new city, a big city. She's young and single and like, is wanting to go like go do stuff. And she's not going to let, and like, no one should let, you know, when you have like such a big life change, just have someone give you the bare minimum. And that's kind of what he was doing. So like, you know, and I think this kind of like leads into like, how do you identify a red flag? Um, there are several ways, obviously, but I think a really big sign, if you're embarrassed to tell your friends or don't want to tell your best friends because you know that they're going to react negatively, it's definitely a red flag, right? Like if you know that you can't even share whatever this person did with other people without them yeah. being like, yo, don't go out with that person. Like that's such an obvious Oh yeah, if you're sugarcoating it, if you are sugarcoating the stories, like you know something is off there. Yeah. Um, like are you making excuses for them? Like there's a difference between something like that's an embarrassing or like a little slip up or like an actual red flag. Exactly. Like the pen cap thing. <laughs> I made the right call by calling Sahar immediately and be like, yo, this man just spat a pen cap. <laughs> out on the strangers you know because like once you say it out loud you're like oh wait yeah that was fucking weird (laughs) I will say that it like we all know it's very hard to take someone else's advice it's kind of just something you have to decide on your own and I think the biggest advice we can give is just to trust your instincts like your gut is usually always right yeah if you feel like something is off with the person Mm -hmm. you're seeing and you're just feeling like something isn't right, but you're trying to convince yourself that it'll be fine. Always go with your gut. 
don't don't try to make internal excuses because usually like when you talk to your friends about the red flags you're gonna try to sugarcoat it make excuses be like oh but it like wasn't that big of a deal but like in your like if you internally know it was off just remove yourself from the situation before it turns into a goddamn fire you know (laughs) you don't want to put yourself through that it's like when someone is showing you these red flags like you need to stop being colorblind you need to Yes. the goddamn red flags yes and you can just put an end to it block their number yes. block them on social media shoot them a text be like hey this ain't it mm-hmm. sorry fam like you just need to not drag something on and end up in disaster because take it from hannah and i who are the <laughs> queens of not acknowledging red flags yeah. it is not fun and the aftermath of it is just very emotionally draining and exhausting and it kind of makes you not even want to date anymore. Yeah. I mean, like, put yourself in your friend's shoes. Like, how would you react if your friend was telling you the story that you are not telling your friends because you realize it's a red flag? You know, like, if you yeah. – if your friend was like, hey, this guy I went on a date with spat out this pin cab with some strangers, <laughs> like, would you be like, yo, keep going yeah, for it, like, you know? Oh, that seems fun. He, he seems cool. She seems cool. So, um, I saw this somewhere. It was like red flags are like moments of hesitation that determine our destination. And I was like, ooh, yeah, that's like that's like that's a natural, right? Like that's ooh, that is so true. Like that determines. Like is that it? Like the ball's in your court. Like what are you gonna pick? Are you gonna pick to? Are you gonna choose to follow that path and see where it goes, or are you gonna trust your gut yep. and remove yourself from the situation? It's mm-hmm. on you and. Like, we also want to remind you, like, our audience is primarily people in their 20s, like, whether it be early, mid, late 20s. And everybody just needs to remember that we are all adults here. Yes. You <laughs> should not be at the point where we're putting up with red flags anymore. You know, nope. when you meet the person, you're not going to have any moments of questioning or doubt or trying to like rationalize red flags like when you when you meet the right person you'll know you're not gonna deal with that stuff so stop wasting your time Mm -hmm. on people you're unsure about and like go just wait out for the person who isn't gonna be fucking weird and make you have ridiculous stories (laughs) to tell your friends the next day as funny as they may be yeah no (laughs) i mean um especially like i know we mentioned this earlier but especially coming out of this pandemic like don't waste your time like time is so precious now that we know what it's like to have everything taken away like you need to make sure that like what you're doing is in your best interest and if someone shows you their true colors from the get-go like you need to you need to respect yourself enough to go ahead and remove yourself yeah and I, i feel like this is a theme in a lot of our episodes i feel like the last um last few episodes we've been saying the same thing like you need to put yourself first and respect yourself enough to walk away but I think all of these things like whether it be liking them or being lonely ghosting red flags it it really all just does boil down to being honest with yourself and that's a really hard pill to swallow and you know like we're all lonely right now and stuff but yeah I mean Hannah and I can only give so much advice (laughs) at the end of the day everyone's gonna do whatever they want to do but like we just want to try and explain to you guys since we've been in that position like a billion times, mm-hmm. but um, we hope you guys like took away something from this, or maybe this helps you kind of realize you might be in a situation that's toxic mm-hmm. or 
there are some red flags you've been choosing to ignore. But you know, like in closing, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, but let us know what you want to hear next. You know, like our website is up. You can submit stories or like topics there. You can DM us on the Ambetrous Instagram. Like Hannah said, we want to know what you guys want to hear. Um, we do have episodes outlined, but we're always open to, you know, changing our schedule around a little bit if there's, you know, like a hot topic people want to talk about. So hit us up. We'll be checking our DMs. We'll be checking our website. So holla at you girls. <laughs> and thanks for tuning in. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.